0: deal it he says Macmillan smiles getting yourself a little verisimilitude eh and then that laugh again that lazy horse laugh that's getting to me boyd puts a silver dollar into the center of the table with the others and says he is in i'm starting to see mcmillan with a hole the size of a silver dollar in his forehead mcmillan starts to deal and I watch his hands while I light a camel. I lean my head back and blow the blue smoke toward the yellowed ceiling. I see the butterfly moving on the ceiling, winking at me. Nobody else has seen it. Everybody else thinks that to catch a cheater, you have to keep your eyes on the cards. Everybody picks up their cards, and my hands are stiff. I throw in right away, but everybody else stays for the ride. I ask Macmillan about his grand plan, just to keep him thinking, to see how he handles two things at once. How are you going to know where they'll be and when we can go in, I ask. I have a guy, he says. You don't have to worry about that part. I have a guy. The medals will be in a safe, a small safe that they can move around. At a certain point, they will take the safe over to the Coliseum for the track and field events it will be there. That's when we'll go. He eyes me over his cards to see if I'm satisfied. The first round of betting goes by, and Swain and Boyd bet large. Swain takes no cards, which raises eyebrows. Harrington takes three, then Anderson does likewise. Boyd takes only one, and Macmillan goes with three. I want to ask more questions about the plan, but decide to watch and confirm my suspicions. The betting begins, and Swain goes big again. He's got the gleam in his eye, like a man who knows he can't lose. Except I know he's already lost. Harrington folds. Anderson folds. Boyd raises big. McMillan drops another raise on that, and it's back to Swain. I send him a mental message. Call just call the hand and accept your losses. But mental messages don't work. He goes big again, and it goes around the maximum three circles, and in the end, Swain has pushed just about everything he's got into the pot. Finally, it's showtime. Swain has a natural flush, nine of hearts on top. Boyd squeals like a pig in mud. He turns his cards and shows a flush with the Queen of Spades smiling up at Swain. Forget it, I lose, McMillan says, throwing his hand into the discard pile without turning his cards over. Boyd smiles and rakes the pot toward his chest. Swain watches the money go away like it's his wife and kids leaving for good. The moment is tense. Nobody likes losing, even if they might think it was on the up and up. What about guards? Harrington asks. McMillan quickly answers. He's probably hoping to distract Swain from thoughts of the lost money and whether maybe he's been cheated. Of course there will be guards, he says. Why do you think you were all here? If I just needed a box man, I'd go myself, by myself. But I'm gonna need muscles and guns with me. Harrington nods. There will be full-time armed security on the box, McMillan says. Two men around the clock. Are you sure these medals they give out are real gold and real silver? Anderson asks. I mean, all the way through? What, you think like it's a baby Ruth bar? McMillan counters. Chocolate on the outside, bullshit on the inside. This is the Olympics, fellas. We're talking about metals made of pure gold and pure silver, through and through, three ounces apiece, like big fucking lollipops. How do we sell them, I ask, my eyes deadpan at McMillan. They're going to be hot. They probably say 1932 Olympics or something right on them. We can't just- We don't sell them, McMillan says with proper outrage. Boyd, you tell him. Boyd turns to me and smiles. He's right. We don't sell them. We melt them down and we make little bricks. That's what we sell.